0: Now I'm in Joshua Tree. Where am I?
1: Yeah, now I can definitely tell that you are not able to see me.
0: You appear when I look at you. You begin to sort of like ghost in a little bit. Oh, oh I'm a ghost.
1: Yeah, you're oh, ghost. You're ghosting. Hello? hello.
0: It's just me in your virtual land paying you a visit.
1: That is our next guest having some fantastic Apple's new Vision Pro headset. Apple's first mixed reality headset blends digital content into the literal space around us. And today, you can get it yourself for 3500 bucks. Joining us now is CNET editor large Scott Stein, who's test-driving this gadget literally right now. You can see it, his avatar is going to join us. <laughs> Scott, can I start with, the, the, the biggest question I have, who is this geared toward? Before we get Thank into you. what it actually does, who is this geared toward, who's buying this? It's a great question.
0: I mean, Apple's riding a line between professionals and the general consumer market. And I think if you're a professional, you know, if you're looking at something that needs a super high-res display, or you're someone who knows about creating in VR or 3D models, maybe training, that area. But then if you're, they're pitching as a super cinema headset to the average person. Now for $3,500, that's a lot of money, but you know, the, the experience in it is phenomenal. It's just that that is an ultra-luxury price territory.
2: It is, and there's some question about, you know, there there aren't as many apps right now. We are also, we should point out, that's your avatar on the other side. For those who are wondering
1: why there's now two screens and two Scots, that's what happened.
2: (laughs) Um, I'm fascinated by this because I know it's a little bit heavy. It has this giant battery, and I'm, I'm picturing myself, as you point out, if you're watching a movie or maybe if you're watching sports, do I, am I just, I just sit there on my couch with this? I mean, you can't get up and walk around with it, or can you?
0: You can, so the only thing is that there's a battery pack. So you have to carry that in your pocket or something or put it in a holder, but you can actually walk around with this and the pass-through cameras are good enough that you can basically do a lot of things. I would not recommend cooking or doing anything mission critical, but you know you could definitely check the time. You could check messages even. It looks like you're looking at life through a camera feed, but you know that means you could also multitask. You could run things on multiple monitors in this and check things in the outside world, which is the feeling of some sort of science fiction, you know, world that I would be living in.
1: Can, can you expand on that a little bit? E- Erica is tech savvy, and has covered this stuff uh, in the past. I am not. Decades um, ago, before this existed. I try to be. <laughs> if you're purchasing this, what you're, go- what you're looking at right now, what you're seeing right now, what you're participating in right now, explain it to a normal person. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I've set up
0: is that I'm talking on my laptop at home, which I can see through the uh, through the through one connection, but I'm also connected via video chat on Vision Pro. So I see the two floating together. It's like I'm sitting in the office. I can see everything in the office, but I'm also seeing a floating monitor that's doing that connection. And then what you're seeing is my persona. That's a scanned virtual identity, kind of like an avatar that Apple uses. For, for voice connections and it automatically works with things like WebEx, Skype, uh, Zoom, FaceTime, which it's, it, it is a computer. I mean, that they're talking about as a spatial computer. It's much more hooked in to everything that you might be doing with iOS than any sort of VR headset huh. before.
2: So it's a computer on your face that looks like giant ski goggles. Um, In reality, you know, this is sort of you were saying when Phil asked, which is my main question, too, who is this for? Right. Early adopters, people with some money to throw around. What does this become, though? Right. So if this is the first thing that we're going to see ultimately for on a more accessible front, what could that look like for the average consumer?
0: Yeah, so there was, there's talk, been talk for years, and I've covered this landscape, looking at this mission to get to AR glasses, you know, like those Tony Stark glasses, something futuristic that we've seen in so many films that shows you heads-up displays, and you can, you know, see holograms in the real world and model them and all that. But I think that also means melting uh, the idea of what's a computer into something that becomes virtual that you can interact with with your hands, and 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 a lot of people talk about it, this literally being a vision for what's there, and I think that's what it's lift best possible model to get that experience obviously in a in a vr-like design with a battery pack but what it's doing blending realities is pretty amazing because there's been nothing at this size that has done that there's been nothing that's done that with hand tracking in the air like that altogether and and i've looked at almost everything so i think once you do that in glasses you could potentially use that for simulations, for training, for you know, looking for helping someone fix something and guiding mm-hmm. them through things in the real world or assistance. There's like so many wild ideas there, but we're only—I feel like we're only at the at the very beginning, even after all this time.
2: Yeah, uh, it is wild. It certainly the is. The avatar slick, like this- and slick. <laughs> Scott, great to have you <laughs> with us this morning. Thank, Thank
1: you. you. Thanks, Scott.